Hi, hello, how are you? Welcome, sunshine, to the Waves of Joy podcast. My name is Shauna Jabel, a certified personal trainer, digestive health specialist, transformational nutrition coach, registered diagnostic medical sonographer, and successful six-figure entrepreneur. I am obsessed with helping women navigate the undercurrents of life. The time we spend together will teach you how to live simply, leave the mundane, travel the world, demystify happiness, and radiate joy. So get ready to massively up-level your life starting today. My heart is at ease, knowing that what was meant for me will never miss me, and that what misses me was never meant for me. This is such a beautiful saying. And right now you're like, Shauna, the title of this podcast, what to expect at your first therapy appointment, what you're going to therapy, what is wrong with you? I know. I was once there too, wondering what was wrong with me. Therapy is the best thing in the entire world. It is good for one person. It is good for a relationship. It is good for life. Everybody needs a counselor. Everybody needs a therapist. Everybody needs that person. And you might be that person for other people, but I'm telling you that gets very exhausting. I've been there. So today I want to talk to you guys about my first official therapy appointment. It is going to be Monday. So by the time you're listening to this, it will be the day of my therapy appointment. And I was thinking, I was like, you know, there's such a stigma to therapy. I just want to like get on my podcast and I just want to like talk about therapy and maybe why I'm going, how I found my therapist and how you can do the same if it's something you've been thinking about. Because what I've noticed is when I tell people I'm going to therapy, I'm so excited about it. They're all like, you're like telling people you're going. Oh, I've thought about that. But like, I don't know if my insurance covers it. And well, there's really nothing wrong right now. I think I'm fine. Like I, could, I think we can figure it out, like whatever's going on. Honey, just hold up a minute, okay? First of all, drop the stigma to therapy, okay? Everybody needs that person. You are a better person if you go to therapy, okay? Now I've done therapy once and I'm very transparent with you guys about what I've been through because I, I just always hope somebody takes away something. Um, when I was married in 2017, at the very end of our marriage, I was like, okay, yeah, let's do therapy. Let's do it. Y'all, it was too late. I sat there with my arms crossed on the en- end of the couch like, no, I have no feelings. I have no love. I have no nothing. I couldn't even give any part of me. I was just so checked out. I'm begging you, don't wait until you get there. I'm not saying if you get there that you can't go back, but it's so much harder. Okay, so please don't get there if you're in a toxic relationship right now, or if it's just you, you're with the person that you know you want to spend your whole life with, but things aren't where you want them to be. Communicate with that person. And I know somebody out there is thinking, Shauna, but he won't go with me, or Shauna, but she won't go with me. I get it. I've been there too. Go for yourself. Okay, if you cannot get your significant other to go with you right now, go for yourself and just watch how things unfold and unravel. Because the more aware you are, you know, you are the combination of the five people you spend the most time with. So the more aware you are, okay, the more you can show up in this relationship, that person's going to notice it and they're going to want to be better for you too, especially if this is your lifelong partner. Okay, so my first recommendation is do your research. A lot of people have credentials after their name. I have quite a few myself. Does that mean I'm the most qualified person to suit you? Absolutely not. 
Absolutely not. So do your research and remember you should be interviewing them. I always say this when you're looking for a a provider in any way, shape, or form. Just because they have credentials, just because they went to 15 years of school does not make them the person suited for you necessarily. Okay? So read reviews about them. Read their bio. Call them. Is there a connection? And I mean this. Often we're just like on Google, we're like, okay, Dr. Google, who's the first one that pops up? Perfect. Let's get me in there. Um, And so what I did is really looked around. And then also you want to look at insurance. I've actually never had therapy covered before, but, but my insurance now does. And so I did my research and who was in network. And I like the bio of my um, therapist that I'm about to see this week for the first time. She she wrote in her bio, my goal as a clinician is to help guide my clients on their own healing journey towards self-exploration and acceptance. My practice is open to adults, adolescents, children, couples, and families. I have experience working with victims and perpetrators of domestic violence, self-esteem, addiction, personality disorders, trauma disorders, depression, and anxiety. I carry an integrative approach to therapy, such te- using such techniques like client-centered, um, and behavioral therapy, DBT, and cognitive behavioral therapy, and cognitive processing therapy, uh, motivational interviewing, and mind-body connectedness, which y'all know me, guys, mind-body-soul, right? That is my path. That is my purpose in this life. So I felt truly connected to her. When we talked on the phone, I felt a really good energy, a good vibe. And so she was actually like four weeks out booking. And I was like, that's okay. Like nothing urgent is happening right now. This is going to give me time to process. And I've just been so excited about this appointment. So I jumped on here for a couple reasons. Number one, I want you to consider therapy for not because something is wrong, okay? Just because, just keep an open mind with me while we talk today. And now going to therapy for the first time can be super overwhelming. So maybe this will ease your mind a little bit. But at your first appointment, don't expect to do anything crazy. You know, some people bring a pen and paper. Some people don't do anything. They just come with an open mind. Um, But your first session is really about getting your therapist getting to know you, right? So they're going to ask you some questions about your background, your childhood. You might get emotional. That's okay. Like this is supposed to bring up feelings. Okay. They're completely valid. And if you think of things that your therapist is asking you and you're like, this isn't even relevant. I promise you it is. Okay. Don't worry about feeling judged or, um, or not seen or anything like that. Okay. Most therapists, like I said in the beginning, just ask you a lot of questions like, what's a typical day like for you? Or tell me how you grew up. And and then eventually that unravels and you dive a lot deeper. It's so important for a relationship to take shape before things get too serious, right? You want to build, like with any relationship, you want to be able to trust that person. Um, so some therapists will take notes while that you're talking, don't get worried or anything like that. Um, you know, it's an invaluable resource for them not a worrisome sign. They want to be able to pick up where you left off at your next session. And most sessions are between 30 to 60 minutes. It just depends. Um, some people go to therapy once a week. Some people go twice a month. Uh, whatever you can make work for you, it's kind of like a workout, right? Whatever's going to be sustainable for your lifestyle is what you should do. Now, there isn't anything that you should leave out when it comes to talking to a therapist. Uh, You shouldn't sit at home and be like, okay, so this is happening in my life, but I don't want anybody to know about that. So I can't talk about that. Because if you start doing things like that, you're cutting yourself off from the whole purpose of therapy. All right. And like anything in life, you guys, you're never going to be ready, right? It may, it may take a lot of hemming and hawing. It might be months of this. You might have every excuse in the book. It's kind of like starting a new workout program or going back to school or changing your diet. And maybe you just want to see what time has for you, okay? Maybe you want to see if things change in your life and that's fine. However, 
as much as the American Psychological Association, I think that's what it's called. That's what they suggest seeing a therapist when you have something distressful in your life. Um, Maybe you're thinking something that's consuming a lot of your mind, like more than an hour a day, you're obsessing over something um, or whatever the issue is, has caused quality of life to decrease, maybe decrease sleep, um, negative of relationship with like school, work, uh, coworkers, stuff like that. Uh, Maybe you're just embarrassed to talk about it. I say you don't need a problem like this. You don't need some big distressor in your life to go to therapy. You can go just because. And that's what we haven't normalized in society right now. We think there's got to be a problem. I'm here to tell you, you don't want to wait till there's a problem with yourself or somebody else. Now, we all have shit going on, right? It's not all sunshine and rainbows. However, I always say we point the finger outward. And if you turn and point the finger at yourself, you can see how things like therapy can benefit you. You're going to learn so much more about yourself. Therapists do way more listening than they do talking. They might offer some guidance or recommendations, but it just empowers you. It empowers you just to say things out loud. And then I offer you a moment when you leave that therapy session, if you didn't take notes during the session, sit in your car afterwards. What did you take away from it? We can read and learn a lot. I read books like a crazy person, but y'all, what you retain is what you use every single day. And in order to use it, you need to write it down. You have to remember it. You need to apply it to your life. Therapy can help you reach goals and pursue dreams. We put so many barriers up. We can't do this. We're too old to learn an instrument. We're too old to find the love of our life. But we can find more fulfilling relationships and more things that satisfy us. And I don't care if you're single or you've been married 50 years. There's always difficulties in life, okay? If you're single, chances are you're looking for a mate. And if you have a mate, chances are you're like, God, I wish I was single, right? It's kind of like, are you blonde and you want to be brunette? You have curly hair, straight hair. It's all the things we're not. Instead of looking at all the things we are. A therapist will help you have better health, a better mindset. It will literally lead to improvement in all areas of your life. And now, even though my marriage did not work out, okay, I am so proud of the woman I've become since then. And there was a reason it didn't work out. But I learned so much about myself, even in those therapy sessions. And she was a great therapist because we had couples counseling, but we also went in on our own as well. Okay, and it's not a time to bash the other person. It's really a time to look inward, turn inward, talk about your childhood. You know, often we date And we marry somebody with positive and negative traits of our parents. And we don't really like to think that we do this, but we do. And in doing that, what you're you're doing unconsciously is you are trying to bring up past wounds, childhood wounds. And you're like, Shauna, why would I do that? Your old brain does this to you. It's like, okay, this person has positive and negative traits of mom and dad. It's going to reopen some wounds, but let's hope this time... My partner heals them because they're still, I still feel wounded from childhood. And that is a huge projection that we put on our significant other. Good emotional health begins with you healing your wounds, not looking outward. Remember, somebody should compliment you, not complete you. And when you address what's keeping you from feeling complete, you can make the change and you can have more fulfilling relationships. You can love waking up every day. I put my hands on the ground every day and I'm like, thank you. Not everybody woke up today. Thank you for this day. Thank you for this moment. 
And now I think individual therapy is going to be a lot different. I have a lot different things going on in my life right now, okay? I'm getting ready to go through the egg retrieval process. I have some family things that are happening that are really taking a toll on my heart. I have relationships that are all over the place, friendships, lovers, all over. I'm getting ready to go back to school after nine years of working and I'm all like four years without an income. Holy crap, that's terrifying. I'm about to move again to another state. My heart says, will you ever settle down? Okay, I'm all over the place. This poor therapist tomorrow, I don't, you know, 60 minutes is never enough time, but I cannot wait to see how I feel when I walk away. Maybe I'll feel heavy. Maybe I'll feel sad. Maybe I'll feel, I just, I went so long feeling numb. I just love to feel. And here's what happens. Many of us have ideas about where and who we want to be at certain ages. Okay, at 25, I'm going to be, this was me. I'm going to be 25. I'm going to be married with kids. I want the white picket fence, the house, the land, all the things. Oh, shit. Went through a divorce. Okay, cool. Here comes 30. Ooh, do, 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 do. Here's 30. Da, 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 da. Everything's fabulous. Okay, you still do not own a home. You ha- still keep moving state to state every single year. You still haven't had a relationship longer than, I think it's like nine months since your marriage. And well, now you have a puppy. He's kind of keeping you grounded, but now you're going back to school. Okay, so 32 rolls around. Okay definitely going to be married by 32. Okay, that's in like 60 days. I'm not getting married in 60 days. But I'm going through other life changes. I am just I'm I've stopped projecting where I'm going to be. I've stopped planning, y'all. I think it's funny to plan, but we have ideas of where we want to be, right? And good, bad or ugly, it's going to fall apart. It doesn't matter. It's going to fall apart. So, you can imagine everything you want. Have the dreams manifest your future. Absolutely. But be ready for everything to change too. It's okay. You can thrive in your life not knowing what's going to happen, believe it or not. Did you hear me? You don't have to predict the future to thrive in this moment. We all have this version of what we thought life was going to look like. I'll never need therapy. I'll never get a divorce. I'll never have kids from three different dads. I don't know, a million other things. When we arrive at that age and we're not where we expected to be, be it big or small, this can cause us to feel sad and frustrated, resentful of life. Like, why me? Why aren't I there? Why comparison, right? We compare ourselves, which is the thief of joy. Maybe all your friends are pregnant and married and you're over here like, okay, cool. I'm keeping my plants alive can't remember the last time I had sex. Oh, shit. Oh, no. (laughs) Meltdown. I've been there. It's okay. It's okay. Take a look at yourself in the mirror. Your life doesn't need to be lacking. It can be lustful. It's all about perspective. So what do you do if you're not where you thought you'd be? There's not much to do. Allow and receive what is for you. Whatever comes up, feel all the things. Still not married? Struggling to find a relatively functional relationship off Tinder? Feel feel sorry for yourself. Be angry about that. Let it go. Are you deep in student loan debt? Nowhere near where the experts say you should be in terms of saving for retirement? 
y'all, there won't be any social security by the time we get there anyway. So just let that shit go. Okay. You're allowed to feel fear and frustration about that. Totally fine. But remember, we are a fear-based society and I'm here to offer you a moment to be happy and joyful in this moment for everything that you have. You don't have to live in fear. And then the last time I turned the news on was like 2021. I don't even know. And I'm not, I'm not naive. I just choose to fill my life and my brain and my heart with joy. And so I read and so I meet new people. And so that's what brings me joy. So no matter where you're at, allow yourselves to feel the spectrum of emotions you have. Don't tell yourself it's wrong to feel this way or it's petty of me to feel this way. That's just layering on more judgment and shame on top of already painful feelings. What is supposed to be for you will be for you. Life is always happening for you. And if you're grieving, if you're sad, if you're happy, these emotional states, they come and go. Remember, that's why I named this podcast Waves of Joy. Heavy and light seasons, we get pulled out. We get pulled right to the bottom of the ocean where it doesn't feel like we can go any lower. But we always come back up. But chances are, you're going to wash back up to shore and you're just not going to be where you expected to be. So think about that. things. Think about how you've been feeling lately. Think about maybe why a therapist or why somebody else would help you quiet your mind or offer a new perspective. Times like this, we're so connected and yet we're so disconnected. It can just be an opportunity to feel your feelings and just be heard, be seen. A lot of us are in relationships and we don't feel heard and we don't feel seen. And we project that on our partner. And maybe it is a dysfunctional relationship. Maybe it is not healthy, but maybe it's just inner turmoil. Maybe it's just stuff you haven't worked through yet. That's okay. So if you're asking me right now if something's wrong with me, if that's the reason I'm choosing to go to a therapist, no. Something is wrong with all of us. (laughs) If you want to look at it that way. It's all in your vision. What do you want for your life? How magnificent do you want it to be? Don't spend your time placing blame and shame on yourself for having certain thoughts or feeling a certain way or not being where you think you should be at a certain age. It's perfectly normal. We all have this version of what we thought life was going to look like for us. And if you told me at 31, I'd be living in Colorado with my puppy, single, going back to school to be a physician, starting therapy, dealing with family issues, things that hurt my heart considerably, struggling to keep friends close to me because I keep my circle so small, retired from bodybuilding, trying to find my intuitive purpose, healing from hormone imbalances, body image issues. Y'all, I would look at you with six eyes and say, F off. That is not where I'll be. And honey, that is right where I'm at. And I'm okay with all of this. I love this for me. Like what's tomorrow going to bring? It's Sunday at the hospital. Who knows? This is exciting. But I don't want you to judge yourself. And I want you to know you're not alone. And I want you to know that there is no stigma to therapy. There is no stigma to a counselor. Find what works for you. Find what makes you feel good. And let's take a moment to reflect back on how we started. My heart is at ease, knowing that what was meant for me will never miss me. 
and that what misses me was never meant for me. I love y'all so much. Please take what you need, leave what you don't, know that you are heard, you are seen, you matter, you're unique, and it's all happening for you, I promise. Go out and bring the joy. Drink your water, eat your veggies, smile.